There's some brabs in this house. 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 There's some brabs. Cause you fucking with some broke ass bitches. What up, y'all? Banging and slanging. It's your host, the butcher. And K Mofo, how you doing, Babs? Guys, it's been a crazy year to say the least. And we got the holidays coming up hot. Yeah. Coming quick. They're basically already here. <laughs> Today is November 14th. We got, what, one or two weekends until Thanksgiving. Some people already think it's Christmas. Like, Okay, can we stop and talk about that? Yeah, because I, I had a conversation like, with someone today about it. I am the Grinch. And all of these Christmas trees going up right now have me feeling a certain kind of way. Yeah, they piss me off too. Good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. I had a conversation with my coworker today. She was like, it's Christmas. I have my Starbucks cup. It hasn't even been Thanksgiving. No. It's not even December. What What do you mean it's Christmas? Oh, this is a perfect lead-in for what we're talking about tonight. Gratitude. <laughs> Mindfulness. <laughs> You're right. I need to stop being a no, hater. No, me too. I'm hating so hard, but come on. The fucking Christmas tree. Yeah. Come on. That's it's too, a little excessive. Too much. Too much. But you know what? We are going to work on not being hating assholes like Kyle. And True. I'm going to be mindful that maybe in some people's mind, it's Christmas. It's a mind I don't want to be in, but nevertheless, I'm going to understand. It's true. If you got your Christmas tree up, then you better be in a joyful-ass mood. <laughs> For so, real. <laughs> here we go. We're, we're going to dive into some... I want to start with mindfulness. All right. I think just after this crazy year, like I said, we're coming up in the holidays. I think it's a good time to just take a break and just really bring yourself back to the present and that's what I've been trying to do and I've been in the state of reflection lately about just everything with all the hundreds of things that I do and just reflecting and trying to be mindful and present and I feel like mindfulness and gratitude go hand in hand for me because when I'm mindful like it makes me feel grateful because I realize how much I have and like how much I have to look forward to and I just feel really good when I'm mindful. Is there something because I know you said that you have been reflecting a lot during that entire process has there been something that really struck you like that came instantly that your mind went to or what does that look like for you? Like what I have been mindful and grateful about, like, lately or how that my mindful practice works? What do you... I guess, okay, I do want to know how your mindful practice works, but when you were thinking about this year and, like, obviously you have wanted to be mindful and present and just overall, like, I say your best self during this holiday season, was there a specific moment 
that you were reflecting on that made you have the decision Mm. that this is what you wanted to do for the remainder of the year? Yeah, I think that just realizing how fortunate I have been and realizing that not everyone is as fortunate as I have been. My family is healthy. My friends are healthy. I've been able to keep two jobs during COVID. And so I think just going out and realizing that not everybody is in the same mindset as me. Not everybody has the same, what is the word I'm looking for? Not everybody is as fortunate to have been able to keep their job or to keep family, family members or like people are going through really hard times right now. And I'm not going to lie, 2020, it was a rough year, but I came out on a very fortunate side of it, I think. Yeah. No, I So I think that. just knowing going into the holidays and just taking that energy and just trying to give to people and just like give that extra love and be mindful when I'm encountering an asshole or somebody that has an attitude, just like grounding myself. And that is, I think, where I'm at. Okay. Going into this holiday season. Bullshit. Yeah, I feel that. Because <laughs> if you guys didn't know, the butcher works in retail as one of the jobs. So you are literally the front lines of, one, the people that you traditionally deal with during the holiday season. But then, two, I think it's even like an extra layer this year because anyone that has been an essential worker has gotten beat the fuck up. I 100% agree. People have just been ran over, ran through, and ran a train on. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Dead ass, though. It's true. And essential workers, if you... Are an essential worker listening to this? Thank you. Honestly, like, and especially everybody, essential workers, thank you. If you're an essential worker that works in the public, ooh, bless your heart. Yeah. It's been rough. It has been rough. And people are out here acting crazy, buying up all the toilet paper and shit. (laughs) Like, we essential workers got to see it all. Front lines, front If you work in retail, I guess. (laughs) The crazy lines, like people just acting a damn fool. They they have been. And I think that having the focus on, I know you said mindfulness and gratitude go one-in-one for you. I agree with that. Like if we can slow down and really take in everything that we have, it makes it a lot easier not to have like a super sour attitude. But also, I think you don't have like this fault, the the toxic positivity attitude either. Mm. Like you are just very aware of what you have. And you know, you don't need a million dollars to be thankful. Like, For me, I have a roof over my head. I have 
clothes to wear every day. I have a job to go to. And you're right. Like that is, that makes me one fortunate and two, just thankful because you're right. Like I also work with the public. So just knowing that these holidays could be potentially very hard for some families, you know, we're coming up on some big changes. Like once it hits 2021, people are going to start having, for example, their student loans due. Maybe other people can start getting evicted. Yeah. People January can start. 1st. Oh, really? That's into mm-hmm. evictions. And then even like with all of those things, I think of the, the smaller, but yeah, also larger things that we really love. Like I think about the parents mm-hmm. who have these small children and what, what parent doesn't want to give your kid an amazing Christmas. Like I know that's something my parents have always tried to do. Like the holiday seasons have been amazing because although you have the meanings of just being family, being together, I know there's a lot of people that also have the religious reasons of why the holidays are special, but think about those parents that maybe are just living off of unemployment. You can barely pay your bills, let alone get your kids Christmas presents, like, that's fucking hard. That is fucking hard, and it's true. I don't know how people can survive on unemployment that they receive. But, yeah, like you said, it's going to be rough for a lot of families, and just keeping that in the back of my head, because I don't know what the temperature is going to be like. Are people going to be, like, is there going to be a certain kind of mood You know what I mean? It's just hard to know. And whatever it is, I just want to make sure that I'm, like, being, like, extra, extra kind. Yeah. I'm always kind. You are always kind. Just being extra kind. And there's something that I want to go back to that you said that you mentioned actually on our phone call the other day about toxic positivity. Can you? So I do this a lot. And you were like, no, it's okay. Like, I've been feeling like a negative Nancy lately. Like, everything, I just have to, to, like, I just feel like a gripe. I'm just, like, bitching about everything and just feeling very negative. Any conversation I'm in, I feel like I'm always bringing up, like, the negative points about everything. Which is, like, normally I feel like I'm more positive. But you're right. It's okay to not be positive all the time. And toxic positivity is something that you brought to my attention because I feel like there is this pressure to always be positive and like look on the bright side and and it's okay to not fucking look on the bright side yeah and also so for me I you know you need to have some level of optimism you know what I mean like if you are always like I'm never gonna get this job I'm this is never gonna happen to me and always having that negative self-talk yeah guess what you're probably going to amount to not much of anything because that's what you continually tell yourself but also there is a difference between being real mm-hmm. and just like faking it because in our society like oh no I'm great like I can't pay my bills I can't do this but no don't worry I'm great like it's okay to not be great for a moment. Like, it's okay to sit in your fields and be like, listen, today is not a good day for me. 
Like there has been a lot of stuff. I am not doing my best today. All right. I'm not feeling like my best self. And by doing that, first and foremost, you're being true to yourself. You are hearing yourself. You're telling yourself it is okay to be human. And once you give yourself that space of understanding and acknowledgement, then from there, go ahead. Like, Turn it into positivity. Figure out what you can do with those emotions and create something from it. But I feel like so much in our society now, we go ahead and we skip that set, like, or sorry, that step of sitting in it and being present. And that's where I think mindfulness really comes in. Because to me, to be mindful is to be present. And then it's more than just being present. So I guess how I could relate it to is it is the holidays. You guys are about to see some of your family members that you haven't seen in a while. And maybe these family members have different views from you, whether it's political or religious or whatever. They just have different views from you. And... Considering our current political climate, I think being present for those conversations is absolutely crucial because if we want change, we have to find some sort of common ground. I feel like we don't even have to find common ground. We just have to be able to listen to somebody and not be reactive. Yeah. And it's okay to not agree with people. It's okay. I think like for me, sorry, I guess for me, that common ground is that just mutual understanding that, like you said, we're not going to be reactive. We're going to have this conversation and I'm going to hear you. I'm going to let you finish your points. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to cut you off. And then from there, after I've taken in everything you have to say, I'm going to sit with it. And then decide how I'm going to respond. Because so, so frequently, and I do this too, you listen to respond. Yeah. You don't listen to understand. Like in your head, you're picking apart what that person's saying so you have a counterattack. Absolutely. I, I 100% agree, especially when you're on the defense and... You, like, believe in what you're saying so much that you're just trying to know what you're going to say next yeah. instead of just being present and exactly like what you just said. So, And how you, like, okay, when you're doing that, all you're doing in your head is, like, further furthering telling yourself how you're right and this person's wrong. Like, you're subconsciously discrediting this person while they are trying to educate you. You know, maybe you don't agree with how or what they're trying to educate you on, but it it doesn't change the intention of what they're doing. Right. I agree. So just learning or listening to learn and listening to understand. Yeah. Is I wanna absolutely mindfulness is oh man. It's such a beautiful thing, but I think that we're just like anything we do in society. Like we're taught how to read. We're taught how to write. We're taught how to drive. We're taught how to do so many things, but we're not explicitly taught how to be mindful. Have you ever been taught how to be mindful? Like in school? 
No, like not in school. As like part of your education? No, never in any sense of formal education. I would say the first time it really came to my intention, attention as to why being mindful and like giving yourself that space is important was when I work at, worked at a wilderness therapy camp. Mm. And that was probably the first time that it was highlighted in my life and when I saw the actual benefits of it. And I honestly, I don't know if you've ever read this, but The Four Agreements, that book literally, it those viewpoints did change my life. Like the, the part of the book where he says, like, this person has a gun to your head and they're about to pull the trigger. Like, that action has more to do with that person mm-hmm. than anything to do with you. And for me, that really hit home. And also, I was able to reflect and see in my life when I had been a toxic human and I was really, like, lashing out on someone and seeing, yeah, was it actually that person? Like, solely, was it only that person? Like, did only that person trigger me? Or did I have other things that were going on and that added to the way I responded? Oh, that's such a good point. But I think that even goes back to your point about holiday dinner with somebody that doesn't agree. Like, their viewpoint is more about them than it is about you. So don't take it personally. Yeah. And be, yeah, be mindful in that. Like, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's like about them. (laughs) Also, if there's one thing that I really want people to like, with being mindful, with being present, just the power of laughter. Like when I really get to the point and I don't agree with someone and I can see maybe they're starting to get elevated or annoyed and maybe the tensions are higher crack a joke like you know what I mean like whatever you can sarcasm is still funny it is (laughs) like absolutely you can make a point you can be sarcastic you can keep it light and it doesn't have to be this negative experience for everyone I agree like it could be totally positive and you may learn something you like you may learn something about that person and what led them to be that way or why they think this way just from asking questions. Which is so beautiful. I love when I am in these conversations with people and it like gets to like you're able to like get to the root of why somebody believes what they believe. Whether that's based on their life experience or so many things can play into that, but you do learn a lot about people when you are able to take a step back and like hear what they have to say and dig deeper into who they are. You're not just trying to respond and get your own point across. So yeah. some beauty in that for sure. Also, okay, because just this past weekend, Bria and I, we did some interviews and we spent an hour with each person that we interviewed. And that entire time, we were not on our phones. So I think that's another part of like being present and being mindful. 
if you are having a conversation with someone, actually giving them your full attention. I 100 million thousand percent agree. Like if you're going to commit your time to being around somebody and being with somebody, like stay off your fucking phone. Yeah. Stay off your phone. It's not... It doesn't make me feel good when I'm talking to someone and they get on their phone. Like, sometimes it happens to everybody. There's been times when I'm like, excuse me, I'm sorry. Like, you know, like it happens. But you're like a chronic person who is constantly on their phone when we're hanging out. It's the worst. It is the worst. So much. For me, and this is also like where I shouldn't take this as personal, but I get kind of butthurt about it. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm trying to share this experience with you and I'm not important enough to have your full attention. Mm. And I'm sure that's probably not what that person is trying to do, but that's how I feel. And that's where too, you know, Maybe I can be a little bit more mindful and maybe that person does have a lot of go like a lot going on and there is something pressing that they need to be taken care of on that on their cell phone. But you know, the art of communication is beautiful. Like even if someone's like, listen, I just got a lot going on right now, like I'm not purposely trying to be unpresent, that speaks volumes. Oh my to gosh. Me. Same. I would love that. Yes. Instant understanding. I'm like... instant. Done. Got it. Cool. Be on your phone the whole time. I'll sit here and just stare at you. I don't care. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Um, So I know earlier, Bria, talk to me about gratitude. Like, how do you practice gratitude? Okay, so gratitude is my jam. On my calendar... Every single day, I have a specific time slot that's dedicated to gratitude. I have a journal that it's called the Panda Planner. I don't know if you've ever heard Aww. of it, but at the like the top three points are three things I'm grateful for, and I fill it out every single day. For this is my second year using it, but this isn't. I mean, I've always like tried to be like really grateful because I believe like when you are able to be grateful. Like the more that you're grateful for, like the more that thing that you're grateful for comes into your life Mm -hmm. and manifests. So I use gratitude in a lot of different ways. Um, For example, if I'm like having conflict with somebody or like having, I'm just like not, I'm going to go back to the time when we were, when I was like going through my mental health stuff and like something that helped get me out of that was gratitude And in my Panda Planner, every day I, like, wrote, like, people that I stopped talking to, I wrote, like, something about them that I'm grateful for to try and get out of my head and, like, realize that I'm surrounded by such beautiful people and supportive people, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm lucky, and I'm grateful. And so gratitude just helps remind me, like, there's, like, so many beautiful things. Yeah. And just constantly being aware and grateful is, it, it just makes you feel a different kind of way. I don't know how to explain it. It just, 
when you can stop and like truly be grateful. There's been times in my life where I've had these moments where I, where I would just be like walking down the street and I would like have like an overwhelming feeling of just feeling like just so grateful. Like it would move me to tears because I would just feel so happy and like so present and so grateful in that moment. It's, it's, it's beautiful, but that's when, you know, yeah, I agree with you. I, yeah. And I'll, every night before I go to bed, I just try and try and like think of one thing that I'm grateful for. So gratitude, I try to make sure it's Very. something that I practice at least once a day, regularly, every single day. I think that it's really beautiful that you did that when you were going through those mental health problems because I remember when we were reconnecting and, you know, I didn't really know where I stood because it was just a a confusing and scary time. Yeah. And when we met up, and because, you know, I'm dramatic, you know, guys, I'm dramatic. I was like, Bria, you don't want to be my friend anymore. <laughs> Fucking crying about it. But anyways, Bria met up with me and she said, or you said, like, I have my gratitude in your Panda Planner. You didn't call it a Panda Planner at the time, but you just told me how you were consistently like writing about me and how you're grateful for this friendship. And Mm -hmm. honestly, that meant a lot because I had been thinking like, oh, this person has moved on. Like they, they don't maybe want me in their life anymore. And to hear like, even during your darkest times, you were expressing gratitude like about me in your life. Like that made me feel fucking amazing and special. And it made me grateful because I've always been very happy with the friendship that we've had. And it's always been a special connection for me. And I feel like part of the hardest, hardest thing for me when you were going through your mental health problems was thinking maybe this relationship wasn't as special as I felt it was. And that like fucking Mm. broke my heart. So like gratitude literally can, can save things. Yeah. Gratitude. I believe in gratitude so much. Yeah. And it did. I mean, honestly, gratitude helped get me out of that dark place. You had to fucking crawl out of it. But I was writing about Kayla in my journal, in my planner, and I showed her. I was like, yo, I literally think about you every day. I write about you in the mornings when I wake up. I'm grateful for this friendship. I'm, And I think that the universe just hears that, that energy and frequency, and it just is a powerful thing. It is a powerful that thing. That I can't explain. No, I don't know. I think you were like the, when I fully, like when I think of gratitude, I, you know, when you were saying you just get these overwhelming feelings and like you could basically start almost crying in the streets. Same for me. I will 
experience a moment of just complete bliss. And most of the time when this happens for me, I am walking Mm -hmm. or I am hiking. I'm somewhere in nature, like nine times out of ten it has happened when I haven't been in nature. But it's like the sun hits me, there's a a breath of fresh air, and my mind like completely clears for a moment. Like I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just there. I'm one with nature. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I know I'm a part of nature. Yeah. You feel connected. And like nothing is apart from you. Like you're. Yes. It's the vibrations. Like you are on the same level as the plants, as the trees, as the birds, as the fucking air, like the molecules, everything. And it almost makes the hair on your arms rise because whenever I experience that, that's when I'm like, I know it's okay. Whatever is going on in my life, like the fact that I'm able to be here and be in this moment, I know everything is okay. I am okay. And everything yeah, every, is going to be okay. Everything is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately. Gratitude is a beautiful thing. Gratitude will save your life. <laughs> it really will. I think. I mean, if you, I mean, just think about it. If you're a person who's living in a scarcity mindset, like, let's say you just lost your job, like, all those terrible things are happening, and you're, like, dwelling, 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 like, I'm never gonna get a job, I'm never, this is so shitty, this happened to me, which are all very valid very valid feelings but if you just like make a small switch to I'm grateful I woke up this morning that's where I'm at I don't know if that's toxic positivity but that's a start I mean just practicing gratitude it's something that you just don't wake up doing no like I said like nobody's taught how to be grateful and it's something that like you do develop it's something that you learn it's something that you grow over time. Honestly, I think we're untaught it. I think if you look at kids, they are consistently expressing gratitude oh and God. mindfulness. And I think that we unteach people. Mm-hmm. And also what you were saying about like waking up and being happy to be alive. I don't think that's toxic positivity. I think that's realism. Like you woke up, you took a breath of air. And that's where you are. And today. that's where you are. <laughs> and like, and that's enough. And I think just learning to be grateful, even for the most, you just have to meet yourself where you are. And like the more that you're able to express gratitude and like even for small things, like I'm grateful I put in this job application today. Like I'm grateful that I have the ability to read and write, to be able to help my family. Like sometimes it's that small. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. it's really there, like that you feel like so low that you really have to but that like is also just makes you realize just I don't know gratitude will always just make you realize how fortunate you are yeah because it will just make you realize like damn you know what I am grateful I am actually grateful that I have the ability to do these things and I'm not where I want to be but that's okay and I I'm (laughs) working on it yeah and honestly it can change your life so just because we are 
speaking about gratitude and don't cry Kayla I'm not gonna cry (laughs) I'm gonna try but November 14th is a special day to me because that was when Diego was born Diego was my dog he has now died so this is his first birthday in heaven but speaking of gratitude and like the little things I never could have known what getting a dog getting Diego could have done for me like where I was at before I got Diego I was very negative I was very self-centered and I mean I'm not saying like everyone could look at me and be like you're self-centered but how I felt about myself I could just tell like there was a lot of turmoil of things inside that I didn't know how to deal with I didn't want to deal with it was kind of like out of sight out of mind And when I got Diego, I had to care for something other than myself. I had another living being that relied on me. And then on top of all of that, having Diego have kidney failure, that was probably one of the greatest and also like worst things. I mean, just because I did lose him, but one of the greatest things that happened to me because really it reconnected me that this world is bigger than myself. I can't do things without other people just like he wouldn't have been able to survive Mm -hmm. without me. And really like it brought me back and I don't know. I'm just very thankful that we're like doing this episode on that day because it means something to me and like even having this conversation and sharing it with everyone makes me feel great. Like it makes me feel supported. It makes me feel not alone. And I don't know, just, it makes me feel grateful. You know what I mean? Like even like this is a fucking dog, you know, like, dude, Diego is the best and yeah. and the worst. He was the best and the worst, but oh, yeah, it's I agree with you. It just does, yeah. It, gratitude <laughs> hashtag gratitude hashtag gratitude <laughs> brings all of the great feelings to you. Can't go wrong with gratitude. No, I don't think you can. Also, if you have like anger problems, gratitude can can assist. Yeah. Because if you're like really feeling pissed off and you force yourself to like sit by just yourself for 10 minutes and like write down shit that you're thankful for, especially if it's from the person that's making you angry, it can totally, totally change your mood and your mindset in that small period of time. I want to talk about what you just said because I... In my past relationship, it was a very hard relationship for me to be in. And I there would be moments when I'm f- just filled with so much fucking rage. I, I feel like that's an understatement. Like, I was about to throw this girl out the window. <laughs> but I would have to take a deep breath and then just remind myself of why I'm grateful for her <laughs> in this moment. 
And also, why I could go to jail in this moment, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But mostly we'll what? Shock your ass back to reality. <laughs> no, Prison ain't cute. No, no, it's not. It's not. But, yeah, like you said, just when you're filled with anger, just remember, like, that's just one little moment. Like, there's so many... <sighs> Yeah, just being grateful, just taking a step back and being like, I am grateful for this person because they make me laugh, because they've been there for me. They've been supportive. Like, they cooked me dinner last night. Yeah. They rub my back in the morning. Whatever the case may be, like, find it. Dig deep sometimes. Sometimes you gotta yeah, dig sometimes deep. Yeah, sometimes you do gotta dig deep. Trust me. I have fucking but. anger problems, so I feel that. When I get really mad at Dale, like, I'll do this sometimes. And you know me, sometimes I'm petty. I'll, like, sit there and I'm like, nothing. I'm just kidding. But then I really think about it and I'm like, damn, like, this person loves the fuck out of me. Like, they have been nothing but a positive influence in my life. They're always trying to support me. Like, and not even that, like, not even in the supporting, like, I'm always here, I'm always here, like, supporting me and letting me be myself and do my own thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, as angry as I was, I can be less petty now. (laughs) (laughs) I can stick to the mid-level petty blows. Yes, (laughs) yes. We're on mid-grade petty now. (laughs) Yes. Before it was like going for the fucking throat, like <laughs> I'm taking your dome off. Yes. You're gonna cry tonight, like <laughs> Don't fuck with KMOFO. <laughs> and that's why I need gratitude and mindfulness in my life because I do not want to be ran by my emotions, mm-hmm. especially my toxic emotions that will come out. Because I'm human. <laughs> so I wanna go back to at the beginning We said, I said, that mindfulness and gratitude go kind of hand in hand. They do and they don't. I think the difference for me with mindfulness is mindfulness is much more difficult to practice. It's not beneficial to everyone. And I think mindfulness takes more time to refine and has to be a consistent consistent what is it I can't think Uh, a consistent thing that you're working at okay like you're consistently working on your mindfulness as with gratitude but mindfulness is more in depth at least for me when I'm thinking about my mindful practice what I tend to do is I don't know if you've ever heard of you know about mind the different like mindfulness things like your five senses what are five things you see four things you hear three things you yeah know, whatever you know yeah um I wear an apple watch and it has like the breathe reminder and I use those as like a mindful minute um because it just reminds me <laughs> so I try to use things like that but mindfulness doesn't always work for me there are times that I'm just so stressed and I'll try to do a mindfulness practice and and just kind of left where I was. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I feel like my main way that I get myself to, how do I say this? I guess, let me back up. One way I practice mindfulness is through meditation. Mm. So I will sit there, I'm breathing in and out, 
And one thing that I do is I, you know, thoughts will come into my head. I notice the thought and then I breathe it in and out. And then I focus on my sounds. I focus on my smells. At the end of my practice, I will write down how it went. So, yeah, so I'll write down how my meditation went. So sometimes I feel my third eye, my forehead goes numb, and I have those moments where I am like literally so present that my forehead is like, that's the only feeling. I feel my forehead. I hear like there was this one time uh, snow was melting off of my roof so I could hear the drop. Like, and I just remember breathing in and out, hearing the drop of the snow melting, having my forehead be numb and having no thoughts. Then there's other days where random fucking thoughts will pop in my head. Like this one day I was trying to meditate and these stupid fucking TikToks just kept like popping in my head, dude. TikTok has infiltrated your brain. (laughs) TikTok had infiltrated my mind that day and like there was no reason for these TikToks, but I just put a note like TikToks kept coming into my head and I I wasn't able to focus that day and really become centered and I guess mindful, but meditation is like doing that is what's helped me when I get into those moments of like, oh my God, I want to react. Focusing on those feelings of how I am when I meditate and like holding on to that while I listen to the person like, no, you're going to sit here. You're going to take in what you're hearing. You're going to breathe. If a thought comes into your head, you're going to acknowledge it and let it go. Acknowledge it, let it go. Because you don't ever want to be not true to yourself. Like that shit popped into your head. Right. Like, it was there for a reason, but you don't have to dwell on it. That's the power of your mind. Right. I also meditate. Okay. And I meditate. I can't do it for very long. Me neither. I only do it for five minutes. I try to do it every morning. Um, But I actually took... So I was introduced to meditation in college. I took a Buddhism class. Oh, cool. And then... I took another class later on that was a meditation class that actually taught all the different meditations. So I've been like dabbling in meditation for a little while, but I think meditation for me is the best before I interact with anything. Like my phone, before I interact with like people, like first thing in the morning. But I guess, like, where I struggle is, like, mindfulness through the day-to-day yeah. chaos. Because meditation is a f- an amazing mindfulness practice. Yeah, I and agree. And it has a lot of benefits. And But, but it's also the- a lot different. When you have, like, your own little area, your quiet space, mm-hmm. and you're able to sit by yourself, that's a, it's a lot different to be mindful then than to be in a conversation where it could potentially get escalated. Yeah, it's not like I can be like, I'm going to go to my mindfulness corner. I'm going to meditate, so just hold your thoughts. If you could just give me five minutes, please. Thank you. The world might Uh, be a better place if people did that. (laughs) Can we just start setting up mindfulness stations in every establishment, please? Yeah, like, okay, ma'am. 
You were just yelling at the grocery store clerk. <laughs> yes. You're going to go to the mindfulness corner. You're going to think for five minutes. You're going to come back and decide if you still want to be a bitch, okay? Yes. Can we please have that? <laughs> Dude, it would be fucking beneficial. It's like an adult timeout, but in a positive way. And like, it acknowledges someone else's, like, that they just need to chill for a minute. <laughs> Karen's would be like stewing. Like, Karen's would be in the mindfulness corner, just ripping it apart. Just <sighs> oh fuck. Yeah. Um. Yeah, mindfulness, gratitude. I feel like there's just so many things that go under the realm of that. But oh. I want to talk a little bit about intentions and affirmations. I don't know if it's something that you do, but in addition to, like, gratitude, I always try to, like, set intentions and have, like, mantras or affirmations. I don't know if that's something that you like to use, but I don't know. It's helpful to go start the day. Like, for example, I... Like, when I was, like, talking to a bunch of different boys and, like, just feeling things out and whatever, I was out of my relationship, I had this mantra that I would write down every day for probably, like, four or five weeks I wrote down every day. And I wrote, it's safe for me to accept love because I have a really difficult time, like, when people – I have, like, a hard time accepting, like, kindness and love from other people. So it was just something that I, a mantra that I use that I repeated daily or when I felt like insecure or like you were wanting to push someone away almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nope, it's safe for me to accept love. That's okay. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like I do use affirmations. I don't necessarily set intentions. Um, but I do use affirmations when I manifest and, I would say what those look like is I always tell myself I am powerful enough to create whatever I want or to accomplish anything I want. Any goal that I have, I am powerful enough to do it. So I will like tell myself Mm -hmm. that I'll tell myself I am going to get a promotion. Like I am going to do this. And basically I write a little paragraph of what I want and I I sit there and I have two different shot glasses <laughs> and they're one of them's filled with water and one of them's empty and the one filled with water is my current reality and the one that's empty is the reality that I'm creating so I hold on to the empty one and I say all the great things that I'm going to do like I am powerful I am so smart. I'm creative. I'll manifest about our podcast. Like our podcast is going or is successful. Our podcast is going to have thousands of you, you know, just Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I say it and I like every ounce of me, I say it until like, I fully believe it. And then I take my current reality and I'll like pour it in there and I'll say it. And then I'll hold it one more time with the water and I'll say it again. 
It makes me feel Do you fucking drink great. It? No, I don't drink it. I don't oh. know how old that water is. I fucking until it evaporates, I leave it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you do this over a period of time. Yeah, and then I have my so normally first I start meditating so that my mind is clear. And then I do my Sorry. manifest. You're like, no, I don't. Yeah, you do fucking. I don't. Yeah, sometimes that do you water know what is that's old. Called? No, it's called no. quantum jumping. Okay, yeah, I'm fucking smart. I'm out here quantum jumping, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm doing in my free time. Yeah, quantum jumping. Fucking quantum. Yeah, y'all are like. Doing clout on the Instagram, I'm quantum jumping. <laughs> <laughs> fuck with oh, me. Fuck with Kayla. She's not drinking still ass water. <laughs> no. Wait, really? That's what it's called, though? Dead ass. Yeah, dude. I fucking quantum jump in my free time. I should do it more often. I was doing it pretty consistently, but then, like, on TikTok, all these people were saying how it was like a Taurus moon and stuff, and like you shouldn't be manifesting on a Taurus moon. Why? So I took a little, I don't know, but I was like, well, this full moon, which was just over Halloween, so that was when the Taurus moon was, I was feeling all sorts of type of way. So I was like, you know what? I do feel my mood being a little funky skunky, so <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take a break. <laughs> Word, dude. Um... Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I do. I like that. I... Try it. I am... I, I've i heard of it, and... Yet to try it. It feels really good. I don't know. It feels really good. I'm I like it. I'm just interested... I've seen... Okay, maybe... I've seen it done where the person has the two glasses, and on one glass that's full or whatever has the water in it they say all their affirmations and intentions and all the good things and then they dump it into the other cup and they drink it so it's like an instant it's not like over a period of time but I love the way that you do it too either way I think either way is amazing and I mean it's all like What people want to forget is that matter is not created nor destroyed. So really, all of this energy floating in our world has always ever been, like, it's always been there. So you just need to get the fucking vibrations you want and ride it out. I don't know, listen to rich people. That's what they say. They're like... Okay, can we... This is going to go... A little off topic, but not really. Okay. It's all in the same realm of things. Tell me. But I was listening to this guy speak, and he was talking about how consciousness is, everyone's consciousness is created, right? And, like, people, we're all, like, on a similar consciousness. Like, we all believe, like, similar things. Some people, like, are more in tune with the environment. And stuff like that. and But more so like the government. The government understands something about conscious, consciousness, which allows them to control us through propaganda and like they're controlling our consciousness. So this person was saying that once people become aware of this, they're able to like take back control of their consciousness. And once everyone is like able to understand that, then like people can 
like change the reality. Yeah, like kind of break free. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought that was interesting because I'm like, fuck, we need to start liberating ourselves. It's 100% our consciousness, true. And we're just so inundated with all of the things. All Technology, the things. TV, all, I, it could Fluoride. go on Fluoride. <laughs> Fluoride in the water. Fluoride. I will not drop it. We're going to do an episode about this, but yeah. Perfect. But. All these things. Yeah. I totally believe that. I mean, I've always been one to question these moral standards that society feels like we need to follow. I remember at a very young age being like, who, who decided that this was the standard? Like, who made this? Hmm. Like, why? Like, who and why and what was their goal? Because, yeah, it just seems to me that throughout history, those morals and everything changed with who was in power. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to do what I want to fucking do. I don't care if you guys agree or not. Yeah. I like, I agree. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And I'm not taking the COVID vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, vaccines oh are okay, okay. interesting. We're going up. We're, yeah, we're, we'll bring it back. We're going. This is <laughs> shit. It's a slippery slope. We start with mindfulness and end with fucking vaccines. I feel like we always uh, are get into some fucking conspiracies or something. Dude, we crazy. do. There's a con. There's a common theme, and we're always like corruption. <laughs> <laughs> They're leading you astray. <laughs> like, we're not wrong. No, we're not wrong. But. All right, we're going to we're going to bring it back. Yeah, I think our main we're grateful for our government and everything that they do, even that fucking pitiful ass $1500. <laughs> it was 1200. Oh. It wasn't even 15. I don't even know. I don't even know. Okay. Tommy cut that out. <laughs> no, Tommy fucking leave it. This bitch doesn't know the amount. She doesn't know if it's taxed. I'm Biden's rubbing off on me. Ah, shit. <laughs> Okay, okay, sorry. Too soon? (laughs) I don't know. It's just fucking too soon. No, it's not too soon. Okay, one last tangent before we get back on. (laughs) Bria and I went to like the Biden, uh, I guess it was, it wasn't a protest, but like celebration. Yeah, it was a celebration walk or something. Yeah. I don't know, know, whatever the fuck they call it. Anyways. (laughs) This dude has not even been president hours. Like, literally hours. Technically president Yeah, he's the president-elect. He's, like, not even, not even the thing yet. And these people are like, so we're very likely going to have our first woman president. And, you know, which is amazing. Like, cool. Yes. Yes. Like, that's amazing if it happens. But I was just like, damn, like. This, this homie isn't even the president yet, and you're talking about when he dies? Like For real, though. he's If he finishes his four years, he'll be 82 years old. He needs to that's be... That's old as... That's old. It's too damn old to still have a job. You need to be... <laughs> too old to be president. <laughs> you need to be on a fucking beach. You need to be in a golf club. You need club. to be on your private island, Biden. Yeah. Oh, Next but, to Epstein's. Yeah, fuck. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Regardless, sorry. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. We are so happy Trump is not president, but yes. <laughs> There's some still gray areas going on. Okay, I've obviously been feeling a certain kind of way, and I just had to throw some shade. Hey, I'm fine with it. <laughs> oh, 
I'm happy that Biden's president there. Let's just let me just be straight with that. For the record. For the record. But, I hope that they drag Trump's ass out of the White House. Okay, okay, okay. Dude, get us back on track, Kayla. Get us back on track. First of all, Trump's gonna flee the country. <laughs> First of all, you all think he's going to jail? You got that fucked up. He needs to be. He needs to go to a mindfulness corner. He's fucking, and fucking think about the people he killed. Listen, he's gonna go to Russia. He's gonna go to North Korea. He's gonna get the fuck out of here, and he's gonna be like, "Sorry about your problem, America." Um, I'm still Donald Trump. <laughs> I can't. But okay, sorry. Back on chat. Back on track. Leading into that, our main point was the holidays are coming up. You, first of all, don't know what a random human that you come across is going through. You don't know if they lost a fem- family member during COVID. You don't know if they lost their job. You don't know if they are about to get fucking evicted. Like, you don't know. So be mindful of that and make sure you're not a fucking twat. <laughs> so <laughs> It's true. It doesn't hurt you to be kind. I love being extra kind to people. I wish I could fucking, say the same, but I'm even trying. Even people are mean to me, except, okay. Yeah, no, actually, for the most part, I really like being kind to people. It yeah, makes you me are feel kind. really good. Like, like, literally, it did not take me any extra energy to be no. fucking nice to someone. And honestly, Bria, I'm trying to be more like you because when someone it wants to play games and be rude to me, I am like, lace up, bitch. I've been trying to play, and it never makes me feel good. It makes me feel nasty. I always have to reflect on why I took it there. So... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is something for me I'm especially working on um, during the holidays because I am a customer-facing position, so I want to make sure I am being mindful of all of that. And then, two, I would say my biggest thing for this is when you're with your family or those people that think differently of you, like, please, please, please have a conversation about your different opinions because the only way we will ever see the change that we want is we have to actively search it and make it happen. And if you don't even talk to people, it's never going to happen. Yeah, it's true. And I want to know, like, if somebody voted for Trump, I, as a black woman, I want to know. Because in my mind, that's like a vote against my life. Yeah. And I want to know. Why did you vote for Trump? And I'm not going to sit here and, like, attack you or, like, not let you speak. I genuinely want to have a conversation. And it's going to be a tough conversation. And that's where the magic happens. Not saying that I'm ever going to agree with that person, but I'm not even going to go into it with that mindset. No. I'm going to go into it open-minded, listening to understand, listening to learn. Because we want to... At the end of the day, like, you know, the boomers, all of them, they did what they fucking did. So, but for us, I want us to have that seven generation mindset and I want us to set the building blocks for the generations younger than us to fucking thrive, to make the world the place that we want it to be and... 
that's going to take all of us. It's true. That is. So, Gen Z, put the team on your back. Come on, Gen Z. You can fucking do it. (laughs) On a life, (laughs) fucking Gen Z. Gen Z's. Oh, man. Ride die, Gen Z. Let's go, baby. On a lighter, but also still, like, happy note, guys, we partnered with this CBD soap company, Suds by Stroud. We told you about this. We hooked it up. We have three fucking awesome giveaways plus 20% off for you guys. So show the fuck out for them. Show them who the Babs are. Show them that we support local businesses and show them that we don't fucking smell. (laughs) Okay? We may be broke, but we don't stink. (laughs) We don't stink. We're some... What's it? Beautiful smelling ass bitches. (laughs) Yes, beautiful ass smelling bitches. That's who we are. Ass smelling bitches. Yeah, wait, hold on. (laughs) We don't smell like ass. We're not smelling asses. (laughs) We smell like fresh air. Um anyway, you're gonna use the tagline Babs One, so B-A-B-S one. You're gonna get 20% off. You can thank us now. You can thank us later. Call me Drake. I don't care. Either way, you're going to thank us. You can thank me now. It's one of his songs. You can thank me now. Oh, it's a good song. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Maria, do you have a Babs moment? Um, Yeah, I have a Babs moment. It's not even a... Okay, now I don't have a Babs moment. You don't. Your whole life is a Babs moment. Currently, it feels that way. It's okay. But I have an anti-Babs moment. Oh, what? You have a um, a boss-ass bitch moment? <gasps> Can we start doing that? Yeah. Okay, that will make my life or so Or a beautiful-ass bitch moment, okay. or, yeah. Alright, I have a... booty-ass bitch moment. <laughs> I and wish your ass I, is I, fat. I, I, <laughs> my ass is feeling extra fat right now, because I have not been fucking working out. <laughs> Anyway, okay. She got a donk. <laughs> you got a donk. Um, I have a boss-ass bitch moment. And my boss-ass bitch moment is that I had a lot of self-realizations after our Tinder interviews. And I'm currently seeking counseling. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what do you I don't know if I can top that. <laughs> Fuck. I'm proud of you, though. Well, unfortunately, I don't have a boss-ass bitch moment. I have two separate broke-ass bitch moments. Yes, let's hear it. The first one is that Dale and I are being asked to not live at our place anymore starting next month, and... We have to rake, but we don't own any rakes, and we oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to buy them. So we were literally fucking shoveling our leaves it's with true, snow guys. shovels. I have a video. I'll post it, but yeah. So that was pretty fucking bummy of us. Um, and then my second one is I'm about to get a part-time job at Whole Foods so I can spend my entire paycheck on Whole Foods with that discount. 
It's true, y'all. So it's true. <laughs> Literally, I'm like about to apply within the next three days. She's only working there so that she can buy the food from there <laughs> and get the discount. Bria did this to me. Guys, Whole Foods is... I'm about it. It's a whole culture. It's a whole thing. I'm probably going to meet my future husband in Whole Foods. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting, and I love it. Listen... That's the one thing about 2020. All of us, you just never know what's going to happen. All of a sudden, I was broke as fuck, and now I think I'm bougie. <laughs> Fucking I, up in Whole Foods three times a week. <laughs> dude, I'm in Whole Foods twice a day, probably. Yeah, I don't even blame you. It's so good. And, you know, if anyone wants to get us, like, a Christmas present, go ahead and get some lavender-flavored drams, spelled D-R-A-M. Send it to the butcher... You're going to make her whole entire life it's better. It's true. Guys, I'm addicted to... <laughs> I she will suck the... dick for drams. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. They're like $2 a can for this fucking lavender water that's incredible. It's amazing. They're good, right? It's good for your soul, I think. I yeah, like no, it. They're delicious. Oh, fuck y'all. Well, oh my God. This has been, let's end this episode on a note of gratitude. Oh, okay. Kayla, what are you grateful for? I am grateful <laughs> for all of the people that we've encountered throughout starting this podcast. We've literally met some fucking amazing people that are talented, that are inspiring, and also... They are supporting, like, dope-ass motherfuckers. I just, I'm so grateful for it. You guys have been keeping me inspired. Like, this podcast has been amazing. And, yeah, I'm grateful for this entire experience. I agree. I, I am very grateful for all the people that we've had a chance to meet and talk with and conversate with. There's so many talented people. And like, I think for me, what I'm grateful for is the people, actually almost all of the people that we've talked to, like they, like, I just love hearing people talk with passion. And like, when you get people into the conversation about what they're into, like, that's the shit I'm grateful for. It's, like, not only connecting with amazing people, but getting them to, like, get into, like, what they're into. Yeah. That's my shit. And Ugh. there's been a lot of that lately, and I I dig it. And also, just all of the support. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm just shocked on how this has been going, and it was supposed to be just... I mean, you go back to our first dreaded full <laughs> teaser that I hate so much, but just thinking back to that, to we've only been doing this for, I mean, this is going on two, two months. months. I mean, the support, the love, I'm just very grateful and I am excited to see where we're going and I'm excited to meet a lot of new people. Yeah, That's what I'm most excited about. I'm really excited to just keep these conversations, keep this energy, keep this flow going of meeting new people and just getting on people's passions. Cause that's what makes life worth living. Like I agree. Fuck, everybody's doing their own thing, but there's everybody's like, when you get people in that place, like the passion y'all is, Ooh, it's, is a passion it's a passion for me. Yes, thank you. It's a passion for me. That's what I'm grateful for. So fuck thanks. yes. 
Honestly, guys, we're going to start a pen pal program. We will have some posts about it on our IG coming up. But Or honestly, if you just want to call the butcher, I'll talk to all you bitches. Yes. <laughs> Dude, she will. I will, though. For fucking hours. Oh, oh. God. Um, well, this has been a great episode. This has. If you guys, you know, if you're feeling inspired after this, please fucking reach out to us because we love people. We love talking, obviously. Um, also, you know what? We hope you have a great fucking night. We really do. Love y'all. We love y'all. The Butcher is out. K-Mofo out. Follow us on Bangin' Slangin'. You know what it is. A-A-A. Our Snapchat hasn't been a hit, but it's uh, bangin.slangin'. If you guys could follow it. Yeah. That's a great place to talk to us, actually. I love me some good snacks. Okay, we're for real leaving now. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs)